excited. Peace, peace, peace. What's happening, everybody? I'm J. Rod D. Yo, and I'm G. You're now tuned in to the Poor Life Podcast, hosted by right. none other than Nuance. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, man. I want to uh, shout out everybody that's been supporting us so far. Yeah, man. Poor Life, Poor Life Academy, Fight to Cancel Poetry. Oh, Nuance, Go Soul. Uh, what else, man? We got a lot going on. A lot going on today. J-Rod G. <laughs> Solomon. Solomon. Savage. Savage. Uh, hold on. Sophia. Sophia. We you got know. books, by the way. He's got to have them. On the way. Who? Oh. But we're not by ourselves this evening, are we? We're not? We're not. <laughs> Who y'all with us tonight? Man. <laughs> you I get to do this. You get to be honest. Thank you, brother. It's amazing. It's amazing. So, if you haven't noticed, to J. Rodney's left, my right center stage is a wonderful, brilliant, beautiful, intelligent poet. Paul Poet, would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Yeah. I'm JL, going by JL Speaks. And I am a writer. Mm. And I write my truth, mm. hoping to influence other people to write their truths. I'm so honored to be here with Nuance. Thank Listen. you for having me. Preach AJ in yeah. the house. Hey, 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 yeah. hey, hey, hey. Hi, 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 hi. So, Good so, night. so, uh, tonight's topic, you know, we were discussing not too long ago, uh, things we wanted to discuss with yeah. you in particular because right. you are a special talent, unlike, um, you know, Posts that we normally speak to, not that they're not special talents, but yeah. I think is 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 um different. They're all special. Too it's kind of like a. <laughs> you matter. I can't. I can't think of the word I'm trying to think. All of. poets matter. Jim. It's like houses, right? The house of, the Cards. house of, the house of. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Mm. You can see where I'm going with this. Right? Okay. Gotcha. You represent a certain house, not all that specifically, okay. because you're not tied down to that house. Mm. But for our conversation today. We want to speak about that house. Yeah, right. that, that space that I take yeah, up. That space, we have our yeah. own space. It's the right. space that I take up. Take out yeah. the, the walls, the space. Yeah. There we go. And yeah. for the people listening now who aren't in the area, who may not know of the DMV or of JL Speaks, she is the 2018, how do you put it? Beltway That's- Grand Slam Poetry Slam Champion. Yeah. Beltway so that- Championate. Yeah. You know? <laughs> What's that cover? Yeah, so a little bit about Beltway is essentially you go through about 10 rounds of competitions and it's a virgin crowd, different crowd every time because the venue just invites people in. They select about four people, four to five people to be judges and they vote on your poetry. Um, And based off those votes, you accumulate a certain amount of points and then in the end you get to represent or hold the title of bragging rights as the Beltway Grand Slam poetry champion okay so things that that kind of entails or has entailed for people in the past is it's allowed them to then go to regional and national competitions with that um title but also having it like expenses paid by the city so that's been a great thing um with beltway poetry Mm -hmm. and you're exposed to like other writers that you wouldn't normally meet Mm -hmm. like your lyrics or your ashley stewart's right um I definitely thought it was a great thing. And of course, there's conflict with it because people are like, how do you feel about people voting on your art? Like, mm, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm, and people mm-hmm. don't necessarily choose to take up that space because mm-hmm. of that reasoning. Gotcha. Um, but I guess I'm one of those people, like, I believe if you have good art and a good, I don't know, a good truth, a good vibe to what you're saying, mm-hmm. 
people gonna feel that. People right. feel truth regardless of what form it's in. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. And okay. that platform just being this um, the champion. Yeah. Through what was the uh, bus boys and poets, right? Right. So it's put you in like a different, you know, level, so to speak, right? Yeah. You, how long have you been doing this? Like, so I shared my first poetry piece in 2016 in October at church. Mm. Gotcha. <laughs> so if we're saying like how long have I been performing poetry, then yeah. But I mean, I've been like playing with words and rapping. Like I am a you know beat on the table rapper. Uh -huh. Since like middle school. Okay, got you. Okay. <laughs> and then I advanced to beat on the backseat of the bus in high school. <laughs> yeah. And people would be like, oh, Jay about the freestyle. Mm. Never knew it was going to turn into like the poetry and the more like Maya's and Langston Hughes and Lawrence Dunbar type right. styles. Yeah, like I had no idea. Like your, your words and your art has allowed you, you know, to be in front of like some predominant characters of this poetry world right so get, yeah would you like to speak on that like some of the platforms you've been able to yeah touch? yeah so being able to be um the grand slam champion and honestly had no idea what that entails mm -hmm. so even for people who listen in like if you're sitting there with a talent and you don't really know i think the best thing to do is really just jump like standing on the ledge contemplating is just not gonna work so mm -hmm. i jumped into this new round where I'm like learning like, oh, if I say this, people won't understand it or, you know, making strategic decisions about mm. what I'm saying and how I'm saying it because it's based off the crowd, right? You have to have that ability to walk in a room and catch a vibe from the crowd. Hmm. Like if not immediately, because sometimes you may be the first person, right? Gotcha. And these are people who aren't specialists in poetry or whatnot. So they don't know the dealings with it. But once I got the platform, I was like, I want to take up as much space with this platform as possible. So that's allowed me to kind of book deals and contracts with busboys and poets mm -hmm. so that anytime they have somebody come, they're going to be like, oh, JL, can you either do your poetry or write a poem specifically for this person? This is what they're going to come and speak on. So to your point, it's allowed me to meet the Angela Davises mm -hmm. and perform for her and have Angela Davis, you know, who's still mm -hmm. seen as a very prominent activist right now, hug you and, and cry and like, oh my gosh, this was beautiful. Oh. Your writers such as like Sonia Sanchez, like yeah. people don't even know who that is, right? right they don't right. know, they only see her and they think Def Jam poetry and when she's like, my pussy heads, you know, mm -hmm. like that's kind of, sorry, excuse my language, but that's kind of like what you know her for not knowing that she gives um, scholarships out or grants out for $100,000 for writers who write in two poems, right. two, three poems. You know what I'm saying? So um, meeting her, meeting Alice Walker, when right. you think of For the Color Purple. Everybody knows For the Color Purple. Nobody knows really the Alice Walker. So I think being able to meet people like that and, and also in the different venues, mm. right? Like the Smithsonian. The African-American, like, Smithsonian and Oprah Winfrey's theater. I never once in my life was like, that's where I'm about to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking I'm still writing and I'm looking at your Elizabeth Acevedo's, you know, and you're like, Pages Matan, you're like, what the hell? Like, how can I write like that? Mm -hmm. And my writing's not like that. But I, I truly feel like, I don't know, God just be like, nope, you ready. Here yeah, you go. Yeah. And just get it together. So. Got you. Dope. It's been great. Dope. So how's it feel being in that space? Because... Uh, you speak of like just okay, so you're a champion at controlling the crowd, like having holding attention. Yeah. What's that like, right? Mm. From open mic setting 
Yeah. Whereas it's kind of like, okay, good job. Yeah. But yeah. you actually get judged and, and awarded, rewarded, you know, for, for that. Like, yeah. what's the, what's your mindset to that? Because you got to be a whole different, you know what I'm saying, whole different. And when the game is like competition mode, it's like, nah, I got to be like, like, what's that like? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think I don't, I try not to let that really get to me. Mm. And I've had that like really get to me in the past. I had a, a bout or a round with the slam where I didn't even place. Mm. And this is like, you know, for me, I'm like, nah, my phone was good. As yeah, fun. Yeah. You know, you're like, my phone was good. And that um, people were like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. Like to have somebody who don't know nothing about poetry, probably mm. never seen it, um, come and judge my poetry and be like, oh, she don't even deserve enough mm-hmm. points to place. Yeah. Really can put you in a space where you start to look at your poetry from the lens of other people. Right. And that's when you're in danger zone. I think yeah. for me, when I get on stage and I stand there and I'm like, look, I'm about to do this poem. I'm about to put the feel. I'm about to put X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, if it's like a lot of older people in the crowd or people who I feel like, oh, they, they want to get a laugh or they want to get X, Y, and Z, I'll try to... Right. Um, tweak my performance or how I'm how I'm performing to mm-hmm. cater to that. But other than that, it's still going to be the the same content. So I think being in the spotlight is not. I don't know. Being in the spotlight, I've learned to not pay as much attention to the audience mm. as you would think. Mm-hmm. Like pay attention to them. Yes, when I'm off stage, gotcha, gotcha. but when I'm on stage in the spotlight and people are like, "Oh, Jay, go." I'm going to go. Yeah. And I can't really worry. Like, it, for those who going to get it, they was going to get it when I wrote it. Right. You know? And yeah, for those yeah, who yeah. wasn't going to get it, they wasn't going to get good. it. Yeah, that's good. Well, that, that was that. Speaking of, like, just being in that spotlight, you've been able to take it from the, you know, open mic cafes and shops and all that's that right. to the corporate door to be able to be, you know, in certain platforms that don't necessarily welcome or seem to welcome you know, poetry. Mm. And mm. as we see a transition moving forward, like poetry starting to really like come to its own. Like we was talking uh, a yeah. while ago about the genre of mm-hmm. poetry, you know? So how does that translate, you know, as far as like your art and your, mm. what you're saying? Yeah, Cause I know you mentioned just now, like if you see like there's certain people in the audience who may want to laugh or you have like elderly people or like older, you know, yeah. the older generation in the crowd let's take it to from, you know, different areas. So you may see like from the church to the open mic pits to, you know, your meeting rooms. Yeah. Like yeah. What, yeah. what do you feel like translates in those at, in those areas and what doesn't, you know? So what I've learned to do when I'm in a corporate setting and I have to do some poetry, you have to break it down. They, they have no idea about poetry. There okay. are some people who literally are like, Oh, I learned, you know, poetry in middle school. Yeah, yeah. Or I, still I rise. That's the only Robert Frost, Edgar Allan Poe. Right. That's all they know about poetry. And I feel like the industry of poetry originally started in academia. You're welcome, I man. will say that. Like mm-hmm. that's that's the roots of poetry. That's how most people are introduced to it. Now I feel like the industry is changing to become more art and performance based. Okay. I would definitely, well, I don't, yeah, no, art and performance space. Mm. And the issue with that is that most people feel like because you can't put it in a structure, Uh they can't necessarily receive it, right? Mm. Like, you know, a haiku, five, seven, five, like that's a structure. They like haikus, but when it's more like free verse poetry and saying Mm -hmm. what you want to say, you have to break it down. So I always start all my performances off at work, letting them know like, hey, I'm going to share a piece of my truth. 
I'm like, we're going to worship together. Mm -hmm. This is my form of healing, my type of writing. Mm -hmm. If you like it, what we do in the poetry community, we snap. You know, you can also do your tongue at the top of your mouth. Give me a mmm chocolate at the top of your mouth, which we like to say in the busboys community. You can do a silent clap. Like, you have to break it down. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say some, some hard things. I'm going to say some deep things. But I'm also going to say something in which way you can receive it. What I learned about the translation is in an open mic, you can literally be like, you can be a lot more emotionally expressive mm -hmm. than in a corporate setting. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes in a corporate setting, your emotions will cloud the message. And what I want to never do is make sure, is, is like never allow the message to not be heard, right? Okay. I look at my poetry and my gift as like, I'm here to serve a job. I'm mm -hmm. here to tell these people what they need at this particular time and open their perspective. Gotcha. I think when I'm in open mics, it's more so like me venting a little bit. Okay. Okay. More than when I go into a corporate space, I'm like, hey, these, you know, corporations are where points. I work. No, not even bullet points, but where I work, for instance, somebody may say, Oh, you know, keep our clients in mind, right? They're government workers and employees. But I'm the type I'm gonna write a poem about you know, keeping each other in mind because some of us have family mm -hmm. that is affected by the shutdown, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And also just that new level of understanding. Mm -hmm. Like people for the first time are walking into the unemployment office and what that looks like, you know, for them. Can you imagine what that looks like for them? Like people who never imagined it. So just making sure I kind of translate yeah. between that. Have you ever, uh, you ever experimented with like, let's say you just do a poem first and then maybe talk about it at the end? I mean, or is it kind of like you always go in the beginning, I'm going to give them the, uh, the disclaimer first before you go into the poem or is it? So the disclaimer is all about how they should react uh -huh. or engage. Okay. It's never about this is what my poem is gotcha, about gotcha, gotcha, and then gotcha. I'm about to do it. Gotcha. Like, nah, I'm not giving handouts cool, like about that. To say, hey, right, cool, cool. <laughs> no, I feel difference. like it's a dynamic world and they have to kind of adapt to how you want to express yourself. We're, we live in a time where people want to express themselves. You want to be on social media. Mm -hmm. And companies and corporations, they feed off what? Surveys and feedback. They want to hear how they're doing. Yeah. And the reason why a lot of these corporations are not hearing that is because people are not telling their truth. They're mm -hmm. not being honest about their experiences, whatever art form they take up. Right. Um, and that's really hindering people to keep that talent. So when you have people like myself or other people in the firm who, or in corporate America, mm -hmm. who are open to expressing like, hey, you know, you can't touch my hair in a corporate setting, but making it in a poem. Like when you touch my hair, you, it's like you touching something in a museum. It's like walking in a zoo and touching the animals mm -hmm. and there's no sign, like mm -hmm. the violation. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say that's how it, it translates. Dope. Yeah. Dope. So do you feel like, you know, Poetry, and this is just for us at the okay. table too. Yeah. Like, how do y'all feel like that's about poetry being a universal language? Do you feel like it's often, mm. you know, it's easier to understand, or is it misinterpreted a lot often in other things like music or movies and art? You know. Hmm. Universal language. Um. I used to think that because I was like, hey, it's a lot of people that you know write. If if you were to ask people mm. if they write. They'll say, yeah, I write, I got a journal, I have a diary, something like yeah. that. I may write a little poem every now and again. Um, that's why I would say, yeah. Okay. Um, but that doesn't mean everybody's a poet, you know what I mean? But I do think poetry. Mm, what does that mean, though? 
Everybody's so, not a poet. It, it, it depends on how you describe it. What makes you a poet? So if, if we talking about what we do right now, we're speaking about the actual uh, now different obligations and responsibilities of a poet. Okay. So I I guess I speak of a certain responsibility within the definition of a poet. So okay. You know what I mean? Not not uh, declassifying them as not being poets. More so saying is is spaces within poetry, within the title of being a poet gotcha. that we got to cover. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for example, performing uh, professionally. Okay. Uh, performing occasionally. Um, journaling silently, secretly. Um, these are all different acts of being a poet. You know what I'm saying? You can be a poet to yourself. You can be a singer in the shower. You know what I mean? But I think what we're talking about now, what I'm speaking of is just actual performance, um, mm. delivery, the actual, you know, um, the work of poetry. Yeah. yeah you know what yeah. I mean? If you speak of the language and the words, I would say, yeah, because I think we all use the words. We all speak, um, poetically when we talk to a lover or, um, uh, passionately when we're upset. Um, I think we do use words and we do use, I think it's more poetic than we give credit for. You okay. know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that's why I would say, yeah. I would say it's universal if you consider universal language to mean that everybody has their own language. Because okay. even now we all mm -hmm. do poetry, but mm -hmm. we have our own language mm -hmm. of what we consider poetry to be and mm -hmm. how we communicate po poetry. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I don't know, when you look at certain writers, um, Zora Neale Hurston, like she created like a language, yeah, right? She was like, I'm going to yeah. write in broken English. Yeah. This is my language. This is me mm -hmm. expressing myself, right? So mm -hmm. if you look at it like that, then yeah, we all are poets. It's just as fluent as speaking, in my mm -hmm. personal opinion. I just don't think we all perform. Yeah, share, exactly, exactly. Right? But then, I don't know, would you say... And I, this is not my interview, <laughs> but I'm just saying. I mean, you, right, right, right. right. So, would you say then that um, performing poets poetry is better than no. than right? Okay, no, I was about to say because I'm like, I've heard some poetry and I'm just I wasn't moved. The people who can dunk, you know? the people who can shoot. You know what I mean? Like they don't make it better because you can dunk and I can't. Yeah, you, and I feel like some, it depends on the vibe of you too, mm -hmm. right? Because if like I say a poem, sometimes I catch myself if it's a poem that I've said so many times. Mm. And by the, like the fifth time I'm saying it, it's not as much emotion or as dramatic right, or yeah. me putting myself in that space right, again. Right, right. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of times writers, and this may be veering, but performing poets kind of veer into the like, I need to find that raw space again in order to do X, Y, and Z. Right. And I think they kind of cap or limit themselves in their ability to advance in their poetry when they're like, I can only write good poetry from when, yeah, this space. Yes, yeah, yeah, that, that reminds me of a conversation that we had before. Like, yeah. do we find ourselves staying in a certain lane or a certain discussion topic when it comes to our poetry? You know what I'm right, saying? Right, yeah. Right. Do we always hold up this one thing right here? Or can we open it up and we say, you know, express how we've seen, we've seen uh, both sides of it. Yeah. Versatility and we've seen like people who are very consistent with their the own, thing. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think we're rappers too, like for, for instance, Future. Future is going to talk that talk until he <laughs> dies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got guys like Cole who can switch it up and have different cadences, different styles, different, I don't want to say cadence because he got cadence and melodies too, but different uh, different content, different subjects, different different uh, ways to hit you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have to stay ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and I think that's how poetry is going to evolve mm -hmm. when the writers are actively. And I hate to say it because it's something I hate doing, but reading and writing. Like, 
and and literally reading. You have to know what's going on in the world yeah. in order for what you what your what your poetry is yeah. to like reform or influence or change people's mind. Right. Like if you always talk about love and your heartbeat, everybody knows about you know you refer to love naturally with a heartbeat. Right. Or if you talk about something that's wet and it's always about the ocean, you know, but I would say a great person who does really good at this is Rudy Francisco. Mm. He has this ability to take metaphors and then you go into a whole direction you never thought. Shout one out to Rudy Francisco. Shout out to Rudy Francisco. Um, one poem I would say is that he talks about how we're all like battling about gun violence. Okay. how to make guns illegal and ammo and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you're thinking, well, you think he, that's what he's talking about. Okay. But then in the end of the poem, he's actually talking about plastic straws. Like, mm -hmm. he's like, plastic straws. You know plastic yeah. straws are illegal yeah, yeah. now. What, what, huh? Yeah. He, he, plastic straws are illegal now? Yeah, in Why? certain states. Why? It's about to be like... It's like styrofoam like or something like that? They want, they want to get it out Pla like styrofoam. Now styrofoam they want paper, paper straws. Paper everything. Paper straws. If you're in certain states and you get caught with plastic straws, you will get fined. But why is a plastic straw like is illegal? Why the is it illegal? environment. They're saying, you know, it's, a, it's an environmentalist thing. It's the new trend that's sweeping. Right. And he was like, these things, like he's talking about them like they're guns or like something. So you're like, oh, yeah, he's definitely talking about guns or whatever. That's the big topic. And he starts talking about <laughs> the plastic straws. The straws. It threw everybody for a loop. It threw everybody for a loop. But in that moment, you just learn something new if you're not, you know, in the news like that. You just felt a new emotion mm -hmm. towards something like yeah, why yeah. are we focusing on something so <laughs> yeah, yeah in your mind you know yeah small it doesn't yeah. matter and then literally he took you through two different you know two different spaces mm -hmm. like he educated you mm -hmm. so it i don't makes know you want to like look up things one it makes you yeah. want to look up what's going on like you said in the world and two yeah. it makes you as a writer want to look up different ways to write now yeah. because now you're intrigued for yeah. me that's what if i'm just in the audience mm -hmm. and i'm listening to something like that yeah it blows my mind because yeah. like we are, we know who Rudy francisco is we, yeah. francisco excuse me uh, we know who he is we know like the platform yeah. of you know fiveology and all mm -hmm. those guys just like dude if you could just be studious in your art and yeah. just sit there and one before you practice learn mm -hmm. be a pupil first mm -hmm. you know the you know the student can't outweigh or overwhelm the master yeah, yeah. or something like that right yeah, yeah so just like always be studious always be one because then you can get that wisdom of the master or master certain crabs mm -hmm. and then share that to the next person like mm -hmm. so there is no crabs in the barrel type mindset mm -hmm. when you're a poet or when you're an artist so to speak because you should always want to leave something for somebody else to latch on to so that they can just kind of develop their lane yeah. and not take over. Because there would be, be poets and people would be like, oh, I heard him do that. I'm about to do that. Do that and same they, thing. And they're going to do it. And they're going to do it. And that's the thing, too. <laughs> I mean, in, in the game of poetry, like like the analogy about love and the heart, right? Like, yeah. Some people would be like, oh, this person stole this. No, that's just some, it's a it's common, common, it's so common. Dang. And when you hear people talk about certain things from a different level or a different dynamic, like your, your, your mind is blown. But I also believe you have to be a student and a teacher at the same time. Right. And I'm definitely an advocate of 
putting yourself man is cat skin. Um, sorry. <laughs> okay, but I also it's about experiences, making uh-huh. the moment matter, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I also feel like you can learn by um from being under apprentices, like right. having somebody who is actively doing it, and I think that's really helped me too. That's that's how we opened up the show with more mentorship, man. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's, Who are you pouring it's, into? It's, it's, it's Who is nuance pouring into? Pouring right. into, man. That's a good question. You know? You pour mm-hmm. into our communities. Like, you being in education, mm-hmm. me taking the, the more counseling role yeah. of education, we pour into that way. And mm-hmm. then I think I would also say that poetry is a universal language because mm-hmm. it allows you to expand your poetry in those different realms mm-hmm. of your profession, of the relationships yeah. that you have with your family, friends, and loved ones, of just people that you speak to along the way as you're walking by or just sharing a space with them. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. testimonial, yeah. almost. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you have to understand that, and there's no level that you're not a poet. If you decide to write, whether it be journal or whether it be for something mainstream you're a poet mm-hmm. yeah. it's your testimony it's something it's your story yeah and I, you can't tell anybody else's story right, right. like the best story you can tell is it's your yours. story yeah. i can't write for like latino women mm-hmm. i can't write for you know the L- lgbt community i can't yeah. write about that mm-hmm. but i can write about be- me being a black woman you know from atlanta first generation like i can write about those experiences right, right. like how it felt being the youngest of my family mm-hmm. and the most achieved, but none of my family can never attend any of my award shows, you know, like mm-hmm. that kind of feeling of getting straight A's, but nobody there to kind of hand you an award. Mm-hmm. Like certain things about, I can write about <laughs> almost losing my life a little bit with certain instances that I was just being way more of a risk taker. Mm-hmm. So I think you got to take the risk. You got to make people kind of come to you a little bit yeah. with your language. Yeah, for sure. Like in corporate America, they know, I'm going to say, like, what it needs to be. I don't know. They know I'm going to say what I feel. Like, truly what I feel. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say it in a way in which you can't use emotion or can't use certain things like that as an excuse to not understand what's blatantly true. How long have you been a, How long have you been performing, like, in corporate settings and stuff? I would say um, a year. Okay. Yeah, last February. So... The one corporation that I worked for, they had a talent show mm-hmm. and had everybody come out, right? And I ended up closing the show. Mm-hmm. And they had like the partners of the firm kind of like judge, like, oh, we're going to do a judge. We're going to have like a crowd winner, but we're also going to select like a winner. So you have people playing the ukulele. You got a full band, you know, they playing mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. you know, Super Suspicious, Ain't the Way. I mean, yeah. <laughs> No, they was playing, you know, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I remember vividly because I was just like, I'm about to go up mm-hmm. here and do this poetry. And there was another um, black girl who went before me and she did like an African dance and song. She was like a songwriter. But you could tell the crowd was just, they, really they wasn't it, ready. They wasn't I don't right. think they was ready. And I'm not even, I don't want to say they wasn't into it because I just don't think they, they didn't understand what was going on. This is before Black Panther, right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so like they <laughs> yeah. literally have, <laughs> yeah, that's they have no idea. So I'm then sorry, I go I'm on, and I'm like, you know what, bump it. it. I have written, probably the week before I wrote a mm-hmm. poem, that I was like, this is a corporate poem. Like, in my mind, I was like, this is the one I should say. This is safe. But when <laughs> I got there, I was like, 
I'm about to let y'all hear this. You be gassy or stuff? What is it? It's a corporate poem? Is it covered? What is it? No, no, no. Oh, no, someone, you oh, say me. Oh, yeah. I was like, wait, what are you about to pull up? No, nah, I don't know. <laughs> no, but um, I was like, you know what? I'm just about to do it. Mm. Like, I had to adapt that mentality of, like, forget it. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. J.O., this is your talent. It's been confirmed. You done been yeah. to church after church, open mic after open mic, yeah, yeah. poetry slam after poetry slam. It's going. And people, everybody come up to you. You know, they're like, oh, my, you have a gift. You have a talent. It's different for somebody to be like, that was a good, that was good. performance, da, 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 versus people coming That was coming very in. nice. Yeah, and being like, this was a gift. Like, I needed to hear that. So then I said it, and from there, um, I would say it built a lot of confidence in the crowd. It was like standing ovation. They had okay. never okay. heard nothing like that. So kind of progressed to bigger stages. And most recently, I performed at the Marriott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at the Marriott for over like fifteen hundred people. Uh huh. So just talking about diversity. <laughs> so you did win that. Um, yeah, that you did win that. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. The Got Talent Award. I won that and uh, became an ambassador for the program. So it's essentially like, how many of your friends do you know who work in corporate America who have outside passion that's mm -hmm. in the art, and they're like, you know, I don't want to say miserable. <laughs> miserable oh lord um they, <laughs> i don't want to say they're miserable but they feel like they only utilizing a certain amount of themselves you mm. know like they at work you can't be a rapper at work if you're right. over here coding and doing right. systems engineering you know you right. can't you can't do that right and that's how they feel so i've realized that my space when it comes to corporate america is figuring out how to really influence people to take that extra step yeah in the arts or in being themselves like okay. bringing your passions to work that's right? crazy how you, your gift has opened a whole new lane for you yeah whole oh new, yeah that's, that's tight yeah because i had to think about it why do i do poetry mm. i do poetry one for myself mm -hmm. to really like therapy and release mm -hmm. i do poetry two to say what i feel is needed in the crowd mm -hmm. so it's like a healing or revealance for other people but three i share my truth hoping that they will share theirs too right yeah, so the, the power of influence is really to train people and develop them to the point where they feel like I'm about to be myself uh -huh. regardless of where it is. So, That's right. Dope. That's right. You have All to right. change your, your brand with it. <laughs> and as a fan, you know, the leader of the fan club. Leader, uh, leader of the fan is, club. He is a leader. It's just, membership. No, nah, it's, it's really refreshing. <laughs> Pay my dues. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just refreshing to see, like, you know, in different realms, mm -hmm. what poetry can do to people. Because yeah, yeah. there will be times when you're mm -hmm. speaking and you're just yeah. you're performing, and I'm watching the room. You know, I'm mm -hmm. just looking and I'm listening too mm -hmm. at the feedback or how quiet the room gets versus like how other like when she did a talent show before. I don't know if it was a talent. No, it was a talent show at mm -hmm. the uh, at at the corporate level when they were like open mic yeah it was open mic and yeah. there was like singers and there were like comedians and all that jazz and you can hear people having sidebar conversation right mm -hmm. you can hear people just you know kind of chiming in or paying attention right. and then go back to whatever it is they were doing but then you hear you speak and it's just like mm. nobody's saying it mm. and they're mm. like either if they're saying something they're like wow they're giving feedback yeah, yeah, yeah. they're doing the chocolate at the top of your mouth they're doing you know what i mean yeah. like it's just it's a safe space to just listen and it was I, to me it looked so yeah. therapeutic for people because it was a different look on their face it was just a different energy 
and it goes from there to you know being on the platforms in front of the Angela Davises and then going back to you know speaking with the kids that yeah. you uh, that you mentor and all oh, that stuff. Yeah. Just, everything ties in together, and yeah, then yeah. even to hear her kids like the kids that she mentored, mm-hmm. and like I haven't been to like all their practices or nothing like mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. But to see them on like a uh, a larger stage. stage for them, studio theater, and share like and just share their art, share their energy. Mm-hmm. Wow, it was breathtaking. Yeah, they pour into me the most. Yeah, the the kids that write in DC scores pour into me the most. They they are they're, I mean they have this ability to talk about something. You like what the heck? But it's so. Mm true and it's so deep and if you listen to it you're like i could even take that and and i'm and i'm thinking about a whole nother thing as an adult but your perspective as a child and what you're looking at and what you're seeing is crazy a lot of the girls in the program are on some like hoorah like Mm. you hear a lot of their poetry is about like i'm the toughest like you ain't gonna Mm -hmm. do nothing to me and it's Mm -hmm. like do you feel like you're in a space where you have to be Mm. the toughest right right and you look at corporate america women who suffer from feeling like they have to, you know, hold everything together for themselves. Mm-hmm. They struggle with that surrenderance. So I'm sorry, I just love that. Yeah, I no, that was when just, you said that, I, I immediately yeah. was like, in it's love. electric, man. Yeah, it's definitely in electric. Love. Yeah, so but it's, it's also just... about the money too. Shoot, I mean, we gotta talk about that. We gotta talk about that. Talk about it. Them checks looking like money. I think you have to. Just tell me who to call. I think you. I think you. A lot of poets giving out their work and their heart <laughs> for the free. Huh? Um, a lot of people free, are doing that. Free. A lot of people doing that for free. They are. They are open mics pouring their heart that? out for the you free. You got nothing. You do what you gotta do, and you still get nothing for the free. For the free, begging free. to be like, can I freely get on your open mic? No, my my G. No, I will not. Yeah. I'm not begging you to get on your free open mic. That is expanding your platform. I'm not doing that. Right. So I've learned that being well, in corporate please. America, if I'm gonna do my poem, like y'all gonna have to promise me that you gonna publish it, right? So when you send it out, people know like this is a JL speaks poem, and I need you to bring that back. Or if I'm gonna do a little crowd or whatever, that's my time. It took me a certain amount of hours to write this, to think of this for this particular space, and then to perform it. For and you, you want it to be for free. And no, it can't be for free. It can't. It can't. You reap what you sow. And I'm a firm believer that God wants me to reap when I sow. When you sow. Before shizzle. When you oh. sow. Period. Shizzle. Period. People be like, these struggling writer. No, I'm not trying to be. <laughs> At all. Tell them to try to find Listen. a laptop. Uh, charge from laptop. Couple technical things. Damn. But no, free is not like the wave. No, I remember when we first started out, we were like, you know, hungry in the game Mm -hmm. as like, as far as like a a duo. Yeah, yeah. And we were just going everywhere, doing every open mic, just trying to get our name out there. And then the, you know, your art made room for you. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, now we got to talk about these, these wages. How what, how much we should we charge this venue yeah. this person yeah. and then going into okay charge, charge. you know once oh, you got it. once everything is through with how much should we charge moving forward mm-hmm. we doing now we got books now now we got merch yeah yeah now we got uh, music that we work on we're we got a following we got a following yeah you got so a following now we're adding you know this to your venue yeah 
we gonna need to, you know. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna need that bag. Yeah. The other week we saw uh, Elizabeth Asavado, and she performed um, at the firm's event. Okay. And, you know, she charged them what you would charge an entertainer. Like, she is an entertainer. Okay, okay. I mean, and people needed to hear that, and they needed to hear it in that to, space. So they can take it seriously. Right? Yeah, we don't need to be selling our stuff for cheap. I feel like right. Take it seriously. Like you about to give them a new language. Mm. You teaching them. An, I'm teaching you a new language. Mm. You can't. It's not free for me to teach you this right. new language. And the thing is, you, you're also skilled enough to be in that position. It's kind of like you know. What I mean, we're talking about just just not necessarily levels, but maybe layers, maybe better. Okay. Um, of poetry and poet and poets. Um, you're in a position where you know the person who isn't as um confident or, or skilled to be speaking as effectively as you do in different settings, especially this setting right here, they couldn't do, you know, that right there. Yeah. The average every other month I may sign up, I may not, can't do that. Gotcha. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like a pro, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's different than the person that just plays on Saturdays, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, can you speak about just, just that, just expectation with that talent? Mm. That with, may... the, with the discipline too. Discipline, okay, yeah. Yeah. Into it. I would say, um, so I went into the slam. Most people go into slam competitions with like fifteen poems that they already have written. That they are and that's normal, and that's normal. Mm. And they like, I'm just gonna go through the city, open mics, and I'm gonna win, and I'm gonna be done. Okay. Um, for me, what I find unique about myself is that for every single slam or bout or round, mm -hmm. I wrote a brand new poem. After like following the last, so you didn't come with like preset poems. The you... only preset one I had was my very first poem, mm -hmm. and then a poem that I wrote about my brother. Mm -hmm. That was the only preset one, and the one about my brother I wasn't even planning on using. Mm -hmm. It was for the finals, the last round, mm -hmm. and I remember being there, and they was like, "Oh, you need three poems for this one," because I thought we only needed two, and I was like, "Oh, my scores are good for two. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh no, it's three, three poems." I was panicking. I got up there. I was like, you know, everyone has that family member that's COVID as December, the winter of December. I remember the words because I was just like. You made it up on the spot? Yeah. You freestyled? I, a I freestyled and worked it in with the fish. And I was like, <laughs> it's going to go. It's going to go. What happened? It went. And I won. Oh! <laughs> the finesse game. So, I was like, I'm just going to say something. <laughs> and I hope that everybody yeah. is like. That these judges are like, yeah, we all. Because in my mind, I'm like, what does everybody that, have? Like, everybody got that family. Jesus? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but that's what I do before the mic. Typically, every time. Do that drink up. Every time. <laughs> every time. I need, I'm up. like, can, I, can you up. connect? Can that's you just up, connect the dots? But I will no, say right. it gets depressive a little bit with that discipline, right? And with okay. that power of influence on other writers. Right? Okay, okay, okay. Because you feel like when you take that stage, right? You can't necessarily, like, you just got to be very meticulous in how you want to communicate mm. certain messages, That's right? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to not tell you the truth because of how this other person in the room might feel mm. or because I don't know if I want to expose you to mm. that right mm. now, right? If that's what you need to hear. But it's like finding that, like, common line. Um, I'm working on this new piece that's called Token. Mm. Um, and it's just about, you know, I don't want to necessarily bash being a token right because mm. i feel like that's everybody's perspective mm. 
But it's also talking about how sometimes when somebody else sees you as a token, you kind of find your own worth and start to appreciate your own diamond. Mm. Because people never talk about the benefits that the person is getting that is a token. Okay. Right? People always be like, this person used me as a token. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they used me as a pawn mm -hmm. and wanted to move me and manipulate me. But it's also about exposing some of those moments, too. Like, yeah, but some of you all like it. Like, mm -hmm. you find that appreciation in yourself. Or if I want to, because I work with, like, government and whatnot firms, mm -hmm. being able to say, like, no, I think this presidency stuff is, is stupid. Like, I don't, I don't think it's smart, right? Mm -hmm. The activist part about me is like, you know what? Why are we waiting on the white man to say go for the government? Let's just set up our own government. Mm -hmm. You know, activists in the past would be like, mm -hmm. you know, we mm -hmm. just, yes, the, the system is down. This mm -hmm. corrupt system is down mm -hmm. and they would be ready. And a part of me wants to say that, but then also knowing the impact to the middle class and the people who are, you know, not getting funded right now. And I'm sad about that you know, how to play and manipulate those politics, I would say. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you that. Um, yeah. There is like a, a, a political frame towards all this too, being that you are at a certain uh, yeah. height, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of politics. I yeah. mean, you want to say one thing. You want to say like, especially at work experiences, um, uh, a famous poem, which now that I look back on it, I would probably rewrite, is Corporate Slave. Okay. Just like, you know, people talking about, yeah, I'm about to go chill on my yacht at work. And mm. you're like, your yacht. Yacht. And they didn't have the nerve to ask you, what you doing this weekend? Girl, not on a yacht. Yeah, I ain't on no yacht, pimp. I'm, I'm not on a yacht. Like, where the yacht at? The fact that you asked me, right? You got to over-exaggerate your activities, man. <laughs> I'm going to take a voyage right. to a, <laughs> to a free uh, park. illustrious <laughs> garden. Yeah, the free bench. You know. <laughs> and feed the pigeons. Listen to a, to a bit of music on the way there. <laughs> they don't know that it's the drummers. Five Star Milford. Set yeah. the ambiance. Five Star Milford. From Chick-fil-A. 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 But you got to manage those politics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, politics are all around us now, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And it's just, that's becoming its own population so to speak and then because mm -hmm. it's always something that will be mentioned and especially the fact that our generation and generation after us they are into technology so what yeah. do they do politicians automatically whether it be an ad whether it be like a short uh commercial or something mm -hmm. now on uh like youtube or anything like that they're you on ig story right on live they watching just, they're watching but they're also yeah. like really kind of yeah. making their thumbprint in whatever we have access to yeah mm. so now it's like how can we also be original how can we step away from the political when they're like feeding us these different things are kind of limiting us like mm. the lanes of which we are driving and it's tough mm. yeah you know so now we got to manage of like, okay, I don't really want to be a part of this. I don't want to speak on that because mm. that's not even, I don't even want to think about it. Mm. But mm. now it's all you think about because now in today's time, it's affecting a lot of people more yeah. than we imagine. But now that they see, or a lot of people who didn't really understand like from that corporate level of how like poverty looks like mm. or what ends meet looks like yeah. how you gotta scratch and survive yeah, yeah. You, you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's just it's interesting now yeah and as writers like it for me i'll speak about myself okay. it just gives yeah. me the energy to be like okay this gotta be talked about mm -hmm. this guy like the kind the comparison and contrast 
story has mm-hmm. to be mentioned. And I know how I'm going to do it. I know some. I'm sure somebody else is going to write about it, say something about it, something. Yeah. yeah. But this is what I see. You know, it's just like, and then living in D.C., mm-hmm. you see both parties mm-hmm. get on the same train. You know, you see the the poor man and the rich man get on the same train. And now, like, I wonder what the rich man is thinking now. Mm. I wonder what the, the, the employee or the former employee is thinking now. Mm. You know, how does he view money? How mm. does he view his neighbor who may not have it, you know? And you got to keep it together. It's a humbling experience, yeah. man, just to sit back yeah. and pay attention to it, but also to be a part of it. It's like you're in a prison, too. Mm. And I hate, I, I feel like people don't talk about that. When you have a certain level of influence, you're a little boxed. Yeah. I would say you are a, a definitely a lot of bit boxed. Um, and people say, boxed. like, yeah, That's a lot of bit boxed. boxed. Some people say you're not, right? You say, you see the Cardi B video and... The what money? No, the more city girls. Okay. Oh yeah. People yeah. like, oh my god, this is the rainy No, I, no, no, no. I didn't see that one yet. No one, no one saw that. <laughs> you see that video and whatnot, and it's actually a person who is like, I'm gonna be both, right? I'm gonna go speak at these charities and give money and give clothes and da 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 mm. and do all this in New York, but I'm also gonna shake my booty for mm. <laughs> like, cause that's what I want to do. And I think people tiger paint. Sh- Ooh, people struggle with that. Because other people box you in. They're like, I'm not expecting to see. Like, I expect to see Jayla at church. I'm not expecting to see her in the club sitting on top of the table with the bottle in her hand. And that's probably my favorite thing to do. You know, who knows? Like, they're not expecting that. It's like singing rap. Yeah. It's like when, when oh, people true. start singing the rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't supposed to be singing. You know, what's happening? <laughs> that ain't singing. Ain't you are a rapper, sir. Not everybody got melody. Not everybody <laughs> right. got melody. You know? Now yeah. The song that I want to sing, y'all. Somebody, somebody got to be the, the Indian, the first Indian over the hill. Man. What I say to that? Man, we have an example. Prepare. <laughs> I have an example. Prepare before, like it's it's okay to to you know mm-hmm. wander into that field, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing's off, you know, mm-hmm. off limits. <laughs> but if you're going to go that way, this is like a personal pet peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. Prepare. Yeah. You know. It takes just as much as time to for you to down like to really get down your cadence if you're a rapper or like mm-hmm. your your fabric if you're a fashion designer or you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. it takes that much amount of time to get that one thing. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to venture off to something else, you gotta devote But what's your definition of getting it? Like if, you know there is no, like, there's no definition. There, there was no one day though, in my mind where I was like I'm ready for the poetry. Like, right. I, but no, no, no. I'm saying like as far as like when you want to, when you want to mix and match. So like, would you go up in the, in front of a crowd and start singing right now? Um, you know, if I was, if, <laughs> if, I, was, if I was, if I, I might do a little. Yeah. Okay. You never heard your voice before. If you if you never and never heard your voice, never, <laughs> never checked it. You went out there and just straight jumped out there. But, no, that's would not you, what you're saying. No, no you that's what I'm saying. I'm not even saying that really prepared like you know they they had had a little hum he just said (laughs) you can be ready you can be ready you can be ready and you can feel like you know what I'm saying this is what you want to do but to call yourself that that or to really be so profound Mm. in that Mm. practice what do you think about then some of these artists that release music and then they do poetry but they are not poets 
And there are a few. There are two that come to my mind, steaming in my mind. Who be uh, like, I'm uh, not gonna uh, say my names because you know I need <laughs> the checks. <laughs> but um, there are two that come to my mind. I mean, mm. who comes to you? I was like, you probably have more yeah, liberty yeah, than me. Yeah, yeah. Who may venture into poetry? But they're really rappers, or they're really right. Okay. Like, okay. Do you feel like they should stay to their language? You know, <sighs> their form of language. If it's in music, they should stay to music. But they'll say the same thing if a poet wanted to rap. You're a poet. You'd be doing poetry. You shouldn't be rapping. Why you know are you me? rapping? Why are you rapping? Why are you singing? So why are you, you doing anything? Are you doing poetry? Are you rapping? Like right. it's kind of like um, it's not a popularity race, or it's not like a prison as you so actually yeah. put it. But it's just it's tough when there are certain things like if you enjoy, you know, playing a one sport and you're really really good at it. Mm. Then you just stop and say, oh, now I want to play this sport. Mm. Do you just jump into that sport without practicing? You know, or do you just, you know, do you feel as though that you're that athletic that you could just be like, oh, I'm great at this. I'm the greatest. You never know, though. I don't know. I've literally gotten on stages. I wrote a poem for the 1500 crowd. I wrote it in the Uber on the way there. And then I was like, you know, I'm just going to jot some notes down. Of like what I want to say. I've looked at that the whole time. And then I went on there and was like. I know what I want to say. Mm. I don't necessarily know all the words. Mm. And then end up performing. But you still you still had. You you were still ready. You were Even if you weren't ready enough. You were preparing you were in still, the order. You were still ready to do something. Yeah. So it was, a, it was a level preparation. It was a level preparation. It was a level. It was a smidgen. It was a level preparation. It was a Before the actual performance. Yeah. yeah. I think I just was like Jesus. I just throw them up. Yeah. What she said, throw them up. <laughs> I throw all of them up. You catch just, just, just catch it. Yeah, that's word. That's word. I mean, what's let's uh, let's let's just get into the actual performance then. Let's see what's going on then. Who performing? You are. You want to? You, 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 you are. You are. You are esteemed guests. You are the esteemed guests. Yeah. You have heard nuance perform yeah. several times. You right. If you like I know I want to hear perform, 2019. You, you heard perform several times. <laughs> I need to hear 2019. 2019 will be here because it is it's here. It's here. It's here right now. I'm right here. And 2019 right. is a whole year. But no, ideally, you know? so when we have a guest on our show, gotcha. They we, do. Uh, yeah. We ask them to just do like a snippet. A little snippet. A little snippet. What's a snippet? You know. 30 seconds. It's like a sandwich bite. Like, like, oh. like a, like a IG snap video. Like an IG snap video. You know what I'm saying? Just something, you know, maybe like a 30, 30, 30, 35 seconds, you know. It can't be that quick. That's how quick it is? Well, not that quick, but, but. Let it ricochet. Okay. What's up with, what say you? What's the topic? It's on you. Y'all gotta set the stage. Give mm. me a pal, then I'm a pal with you. Pow. Okay, pal. <laughs> give me a pal. Come on, give me a pal. Give me a line. On the one. Mm. <laughs> Clap. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why did I imagine that? <laughs> Where is that from? James Brown. <laughs> Why did I imagine that? Oh man! All right, so we, let's just do um. We would do a little bit of five fingers and set it, set up, and then yes. jail. All I'm right. so happy. Come on, here we go. Five fingers. Five fingers. Five of them. What that is? One, uh, two, three, four, five. Okay. That's this. <laughs> She's about to fall, y'all. Yo, the table about to fall. Woods, y'all. 
Oh uh, man, where should we start from? Mm. I love it. I is this new? Look, is this new? No. Uh uh, you can't do no old poem. Then I'm doing the old poem. No, you said. Yep, that's, that's fine. You can do anything. No, you want. that's not fine. We just talked about language and creating a universal language. So you want freestyle? Yeah, I kind of want that. Okay, well, start us off. No, you gotta, you gotta hit, hit us off. On the one. Come on. Cause I think she confused about the, uh, the, the artist no, spotlight. She don't really understand. <laughs> I'm okay, I'm ready. Fine. Fine. I'm not Come on, high seat. Come on, high seat. I'm never, my seat is never high. It's warm. Ooh, come on, the seat cold yeah, then. Yeah, talks trash. I am going to talk trash. Um, okay, cool. I'll snap it on my mind. What? I want to snap it on Okay, yeah. um. You show me the side of you that you hide from you. It's like you at the top of my mind and the tip of my tongue. And man, you feel like amazing grace. Like, oh, how sweet was the sound and the side that you made me make. It's like, when you look at me, you actually see me. And we begin to be lost in the deepest parts of each other. And it's just something about you. How we went from Kool-Aid to kisses and bus rides to back seats is crazy. The type of love that you and I share. It's our hidden language that will forever remain undeciphered. It's like pillow talk, but we ain't nigga knocking. Mm, okay. <laughs> J.O. speaks, everybody. <laughs> J.O. speaks on the one. Yeah. Huh. I, um, Sims that. I got a, uh, this is something that I wrote before the close of the previous year. Okay. So, new um, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, new. okay. It's I'm, I'm going to pull up some new stuff. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I want this stuff. Come on now. All right, this sounds like Jail wants a third mic on the table permanently. Right. She's already in this. She already has initiatives, you know. <laughs> Here we go. It's Shaking called. the table. Poor um, life. We about we to get some sponsorship. Look, sponsor us. This is, you know, look at the stickers. Poor life. This stuff ain't free, okay, y'all? Yo. We giving y'all the realness. We establishing Yo. a whole platform for you, okay? Invite us. We speak to your kids. We speak to at the at work, you know, poet life. It's a it's a expressive vision. It's a writing. Lord, Lord, We're writing Lord. poets, you know. Girl. Hey. Poet. Now you go. Yeah. Bring a poet to your city. You go like this, right? Why do schools seem like factories? Mm. Why is Earth the only planet with enough gravity to hold us down? She held you down, but you decided to leave. A great lapse in communication made it hard to breathe. No O2. You demanded, and she reprimanded. Poor planet. Mishandling explosives, the earth quivers, her heart shatters. Your hands painted red, her lips drip red too. Both take the blame because they're both on the menu. Damage done during dinner time when you only want to wine. What makes a relationship stand the test of time? Why is being attractive different until it disgusts the masses? Why does attraction based upon its external features than mind and data? How would you evaluate the vision of the Spanish Inquisition in relationships to prison and dilapidated infrastructure? Mm, question, something to think about. Maybe roll one out and, you know, drink about. Yeah. We're close out, bro. <laughs> the close out, bro. We want to thank y'all for tuning in to another. <laughs> <laughs> On the one. <laughs> nah, man. Ah. There is no room for the lazy. No room for the excuse makers, no time wasters. This space is for the go-getters. 
to do better and keep doing better, who have done away with depression and exchanged it for desire, who choose, who choose themselves over their former selves. These are the breakers of generational curses who write their purpose in cursive to eliminate the space between their words and actions. Let us be them before there's a fee for us to be them. Cool. 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 If you like what you heard, man, you can find us on all platforms, streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube. We have J.O. Speaks here once again. <laughs> J.O. Speaks again. She came through. Her advice and the poetry. And she, and, and she gave us a little quick plug. You know what I'm saying? A little poor life. We do everything. <laughs> That's the jingle. But where can we find yeah, you? Oh, you can find me at J.L. Speaks. J-A-E-L Speaks. On Instagram. Um, or on my website. Which is J Speaks. Okay. How do they spell it? Though? How do they spell it in Jesus? J A E S P E A K S dot org. So, once again, <laughs> man, I'm J Rod D. And I'm G. And you're now tuned in to the Poor Life Podcast. Which we got none other than. Nuance. Nuance. Peace. Peace.